When it comes to buying ivory, China is number one. But that's become a source of national shame. Some of China's most admired celebrities are taking to the airwaves to stand up for elephants. Take basketball giant Yao Ming. Yao Ming says he came to Africa to see this, elephants in the wild. But he says he also saw this, rotting corpses. Yao Ming urges his fellow countrymen to shun ivory. His plug ends with this jingle. If there's no trade, there's no harm. A lineup of who's who in China has piled on to the anti-ivory campaign, from piano virtuoso Lang Lang to billionaire internet entrepreneur Jack Ma. Organizing the groundswell is a host of international conservation groups like Wild Aid and the International Fund for Animal Welfare, or IFA. IFA's Grace Ge Gabriel says elephants are victims of China's breakneck economic growth. And some poorly thought-through policies. Ivory has always been coveted as a status symbol, but in the past, it was the purview of a privileged few. That changed during China's flush go-go years in the 2000s, when the economy was growing by over 10% a year. Seven years ago, at a time when elephant populations were recovering, China was granted a one-time-only sale: 62 tons of stockpiled ivory. That created a cover for the black market. Demand skyrocketed, and smuggling soared. The ivory price、um, dramatically increased.、Um, more people want to covet it. They felt it. It not only brings status; it has become an investment. The problem is, once the ivory enters the country, there is no foolproof system for distinguishing the legal from the illegal. In 2011, I was on the market in Beijing, and the seller, ivory seller, told me that this is white gold.、Um, if you buy it today, the price will triple tomorrow. Meanwhile, conspicuous consumption was in vogue. Gift giving or bribing with rare animal products was trendy. When official delegations from China arrived in Africa, the price of ivory would spike. Back home in China, ivory started appearing among loot when corrupt officials were busted, and some wealthy literally surrounded themselves with it. Private clubs that are frequented by government officials or powerful businessmen basically line their wall, decorated their entire wall with ivory carvings. But at other gathering places for China's rich and influential, there's a different vibe. Artist Yuan Shikun has arranged for a dancer to perform at a gathering of a dozen top artists held at his private museum. The artists are there to promote China's bid for the 2022 Winter Olympics. But Yuan, who has two environment ambassador titles, is taking advantage of the occasion to make a plug to promote conservation. If the ecosystem thrives, human civilization will thrive. If the ecosystem collapses, so will human civilization. Yuan is also part of a high-profile advisory group to China's National Congress. Several years back, he started proposing laws and regulations to protect endangered species. We need to support the anti-corruption campaign. 
This is very important for protecting elephants. Along with Yao Ming and others, Yuan Shikun has been calling for a total government ban on all ivory sales. And this year, there is reason for optimism. In February, the government announced a symbolic one-year ban on imported ivory carvings. Then, in the spring, government officials, foreign diplomats, and environmentalists gathered in Beijing for an ivory crush, the second to be held in this country. As workers in mint green uniforms tossed ivory onto a conveyor belt, the forestry minister said the 1,500 pounds would be pulverized. Minister Zhao Shuzong then made a pledge environmentalists have long been pushing for. Under the legal framework of CITES and domestic laws and regulations, we will strictly control ivory processing and trade. He said China would eventually end all ivory sales, though he didn't say when. Market watchers say there was no immediate impact on ivory prices, but the hope is this will send a message to speculators. It's time to give up on white gold. It will soon become worthless white dust. For America Abroad, this is Jocelyn Ford, reporting from Beijing.